Last time on the Two Smoking Microphones podcast, the two hosts spent the time continuing to plan their very own Doctor Who movie and drew their focus to a scene where our two heroes were taken to the office of the museum's curator, a man by the name of David Rossellini. The curator seems to think that John Smith is actually a Time Lord who goes by the name Doctor. However, John is perplexed by this information. His ignorance only serves to get David riled up, provoking him to bait John into revealing his secrets. Secrets that could be held within a watch that Alex has already discovered. After some quick thinking, John manages to get both he and Alex out of the situation, and they find themselves on the run through the museum. Will they get away safely, or will they be caught once again? Find out this time! Running to the restricted area, the TARDIS is revealed. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Two Smoking Microphones podcast, a podcast where two random nerds try to write a silly little Doctor Who movie, and they do so very successfully. My name's Connor. My name's Harry, hello. Hi people, welcome to the world. Um, let's, yeah, hello, welcome. how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Good. Um, I just said to Connor, but just to pre-warn, if you can hear uh, a bit of feedback my end, that's because Nextdoor are using their very loud leaf blower that I can't seem to stop. So, um, apologies in advance. Just to yeah, just to fr- that. just to throw that out there. And on my end, if you hear me talking, I'm sorry. <laughs> But look, welcome back. We hope you are all well. We hope you're all good. We were just having a little catch up before the before the podcast. We both went and go. We both blah 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 blah. blah. We both went and saw uh, Ghostbusters uh, yesterday separately, not together, unfortunately. Um, which we were talking about. It's definitely worth going to see. I think we agreed on. Oh, this, um, fu- this fucking leaf. I mean, yeah. For me, it was worth going to see because I had the Cinema World Unlimited card, which you know. Sponsor us, Cineworld. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Could you imagine if Cineworld sponsored us? I'd be so happy. I don't think they do that, but yeah, it would be good, wouldn't it? Just like... I mean, we go there all the time. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so I'll go to cinema. What else happened this week? Uh, Spider-Man trailer came out. The official trailer. That was exciting. Yep, the official, the official trailer, which uh, requires you to have seen the first trailer to understand what they're trying to tell you. Yep. Still a great trailer, though. <laughs> At least in my, I mean, my yeah. opinion. I don't like movie trailers anymore. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. I like seeing, like, what am I going to see in the film, but I just don't get anything out of trailers like I used to, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so that's coming around very, very soon. I bought myself, actually, a... Well, I've ordered a, um, a Spider-Man No Way Home Funko Pop, the the one with the web wings where he's flying. Um, cool. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Um... Don't really think anything else has happened this week. To be fair, no. I mean, nothing big. Has anything big? I mean, we don't really do like news. But I'm gonna just look up quick news things. Uh, film news this week. This is this is an old segment. Bring, bringing it back. Yeah, I miss it sometimes. Um.
Yeah, no, nothing really. I'm listening. You know, nothing, nothing worth bringing up, I guess. True. I'm listening to this leaf blower outside. This reminds me of when Rory William, Rory Williams, in uh, in Amy's choice, just goes, "Use a rake." <laughs> just lol. Lol, 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 lol. Oh, Doctor Who on not. Have you watched any of it yet? No. No, I thought not. <laughs> I don't know why I asked. <laughs> I will, I will. No, that's fair, that's fair. Um, I know a few people are waiting to, to binge the whole series because it's more of a, a serialised one this year. So I was like, oh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, the main things that happened are just like, oh, things that are like, ugh, like, you know, apparently, you know, like Rogue Squadron's been shelved. Yeah, I heard about that. I was heard a rumor that it was um, like creative differences between. That's what people are saying, but I honestly think it is probably just scheduling. Yeah, Kathleen Kennedy's like, extended a contract. Yep. So obviously, all those fanboys, all the dude, all the dude bros are unhappy. Yep, because she's obviously going to ruin Star Wars. What do you mean she's already ruined Star Wars? Oh, so yeah, <laughs> of course she's ruined Star Wars. Yeah. Um. And apparently Ryan Johnson's has been shelved as well, but that's that's you know, I think he's happy enough to make his his own his Knives Out sequels. I'd yeah, I would be less surprised if Ryan Johnson's has genuinely been scrapped. Um, just purely because I think it will still happen. I, just, I hope it will happen, like, or maybe or maybe it won't. You know, who knows? Hopefully it will. I hope it will happen, but I think more because you just there's he's obviously so focused on Knives Out now, and there's been absolutely no word on it. Yeah, um, I know, but he has been working on you know his Knives Out sequels, hasn't he? Well, yeah, he's done. He's filmed the second one, and he's, they've confirmed a third one as well, right? Yeah, sick. I'm excited for the second one. I need to rewatch the first one. Actually, I've only seen it twice, but I would quite like to watch it again. Yeah, Knives Out's great. Oh, such a good film. Daniel Craig yeah. is so good in that. Some people would beg to differ, but yeah. <laughs> um, his foghorn leghorn accent. Um, yeah, his accent's not amazing, I won't lie. Um, I mean, but it's it, it's amazing because it's not amazing. Yeah. 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 But, um, I don't know, nothing else has happened in the news really that's worth... I mean, uh, Delroy Lindo's been cast in Blade. Oh shit! Yeah, I saw that. He's a good actor. Um, they've cast Sabine for uh, the Ahsoka series. Nice, nice, nice. Um, I can't remember the actress's name, but it's an Australian actress with Asian descent, so you know it works for the character. But I've seen some people are still angry because Sabine's darker skinned and that the Asian woman that's been cast looks kind of light skinned. Oh right, okay. But yeah, I don't know. Yes, yeah, can't be perfect. It's been quite a, a, just a, a slow week in general. To be fair, I don't know if you felt the same, but it's just been a, it's been a bit of a slog. Yeah, yeah. I guess, maybe I don't know. <laughs> but you know what isn't a slog? This podcast. I mean, I, I some people might beg to differ. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure. I'm. I won't. I won't. 
I won't deny that. Actually, no, there was a really good video on YouTube, actually, I watched this week. I'll send, I'll send it to you. It was um, Edgar Wright breaking down, like, his, his favourite scenes in all of his films. Um, oh, okay. And it was, it's about 25 minutes long. I think it's for, like, GQ, um, or Vanity Fair, Fair it's enough. one of the two. Um, yeah. And it was just really, really interesting to see him, because he has, like, a, a whiteboard pen as well, and he, he annotates all round the scene and breaks the scenes down and stuff. So, like, for example... Shaun of the Dead is the um, uh, the second walk to the shop when the zombies are out. Hot spoilers. F- spoilers. <laughs> uh, Hot Fuzz is like, you know, is the chase. There's scenes that you would expect, but it's just a really interesting video. Um, and it's made me really want to go back and rewatch the Cornetto trilogy. So. Yeah. Yeah. A part of me feels like we watched Hot Fuzz loads of times, but I swear we only watched it like twice together. Yeah, that was my feeling as well. But like we always used to, it felt like we always used to. I think it's because we quote it a lot, or at least I do. So it makes you feel like you've watched it more than you, than you have. Yeah. But I don't. I, I think yeah. me and you only watched it once or twice together. Probably, probably. Just having a drink, keep myself refreshed. All refreshed. Um, but yeah, you know what this podcast is about. It's about. Doctor Who. Well, it's not about Doctor Who. It's about writing a Doctor Who film. Exactly. It's about two nerds speaking yes. for an hour. Yes. And writing a Doctor Who movie. Yeah. And sometimes we don't quite feel it until we get going. <laughs> Pretty much. No. Um, we do appreciate the support. Thank you once again for tuning in. Let's... Uh... Let's crack on. Last week we left you with uh, we had done the office scene where they met uh, David Rossellini that we officially changed yeah. his name to for the first time. The Doctor has just thrown a glass of water over him because you know threatening, um, and they've just escaped yeah. by running down the corridor. I'd like to say that not enough people appreciated the 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 uh, the, the picture I made. Wasn't it a glass of water? Well, no, it wasn't just a glass of water. I put, I used the Taken Two logo and the Office logo because I named the episode Taken to the Office. Oh shit! I must have. Let me go back. You must have not paid attention to it at all. Yeah, fuck. So I even sent a Snapchat of you to it, and the, the, you didn't even reply about anything. You reply anything really? <laughs> I saw the. I saw. I was the... like, oh okay, that's disappointing. <laughs> I really liked it. Oh fuck! It's ba- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like what I do with those pictures is I I try to do something that's obviously referencing what we talk about in the episode, so nobody knows what the glass of water is about until you listen to the episode. Um, and obviously using the Taken Two and the Office logos. My favorite. No, I actually cut. I actually cut the joke out in the editing. Oh, did you really? <laughs> yeah, it came at a really weird time, and it just didn't hit very well. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> My favorite is still the um, fish out of water one. Yeah, um, and then I think this is my followed by. Uh, I say I think this is my favorite like episode image now, like this one I just made. Yeah, followed by how the Doctor got his groove back, and then just with the photo of David Tennant. Oh, oh yeah, I like that one just because he's he's quite subtle, but it's quite funny. But yeah, I wonder what this week's will be. Well, depends on it depends on what we talk about. To be fair. I have I have some ideas already. Oh, 
very nice looking. And not just yeah, not just like not just because of what we talked about. Like yeah, so, don't worry, you'll see, you'll see. <laughs> if I could be bothered to do it, you know. Promises, promises. Let's crack on. Let's crack on. Let's jump straight into it. They have just ran down the corridor to the tune that I imagine is um, you know, you know, in David Tennant's era of Doctor Who, it's like dun 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 like that that kind of. No, they ran down the hallway to um uh, uh the Tiny Tim song uh, living in the sunlight, loving in the moonlight. Nice. <laughs> that's what that's the... strong tune. That's the song that's happening right now. So they've just escaped. David Rossellini has has called his um security very calm, very collected. You know, said you know they've they've escaped. I need them basically. And this is when we now cut to them by the restricted area about to try and get mm-hmm. in. Right? Uh, let me just have a look. Yeah, he tells her that, yeah, that could, I mean, that would change. I don't know exactly what he's going to say. But yeah, they're basically, we cut to them running down the hall. Yeah. Okay. Running through the museum to get back to that restricted area. At least that's where Mr. Docky is leading them. Mr. Docky. Mr. Docky. Mr. Docky. <laughs> that's his. That's his name now, Mr. Docky. Hi, I'm Mr. Docky. Um, um, right. Okay. Um, silence. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. I mean, well, it's it's a so yeah. They got a run. They just got to run down the hall. Run down the hall. With the doctor basically dragging Alex along. Yep. Along the floor. Yeah, she's just got there, just kind of laying there, going, "Fuck this shit." With the doctor basically dragging the these nuts. Um, these nuts. Alex along, um, because you know, Alex doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, no, they've just kind of been thrusted into the situation. But this is like this is the doctor basically in like doctor mode. Yes. Yes, exactly. He's being himself again. Yeah, it's 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 Somehow. all yeah, he's all in his element at this point. In his elephant at this point, yeah. In his elephant. That always reminds in his elephant. It always reminds me of um of Lord of the Rings because look, Mr. Frodo, an olifant. I wanted to at one point make a video which is um it's a clip of uh the episode one of um, season two of The Mandalorian, when uh, uh, Timothy Oliphant's character walks in through the door, but he's still wearing the Boba Fett helmet. Oh yeah. And then I wanted to. I was gonna. Then I'd want it to be like um, it 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 cuts uh, it cuts to um, Sam saying, "Look, Mister Frodo." Cuts back to him as he takes his helmet off, and it's, then it cuts back to Sam going, "It's an it's an Oliphant." <laughs> Look, Mister Frodo, it's an Oliphant. It's like because you because Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, no, it? I like it. It was very good. I like it. It would work because I feel like it has a visual gag if you'd put that on YouTube. I, I feel, just thought I about like it. Like... It's such a stupid joke. But the joke actually, I, I, I either had it. I wanted to cut to the the actual scene or just cut to the Oliphant with Timothy Oliphant's face on on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't have the effort to make any of that. No, <laughs> I feel like it's one of those really short, funny videos that that would get quite a lot of views. Put it on TikTok. <laughs> Um, it always reminds me of that video. Have you ever seen that video on um, where someone's put every, every Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, 
every step towards Mordor um, cuts yeah, to yeah, Sam. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Well, no, every, every step Sam takes, it cuts to the scene where he says, if I hit one more step I take, I'll be the furthest from the Shire I've ever been. And he's so mad because it's like, it's and just that first film. so long. It's just that first film and it's like 10 hours long. It's the fact someone's it's... properly gone and done that. Like, <laughs> fucking hell. It's so funny. Yeah. But, like, you can't watch it. It's it's unwatchable. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Do my absolute nothing. Because <laughs> even in that scene, he takes a few more steps. So it's every time he takes another step in the scene, it cuts to the beginning of that bit. Oh, no. I couldn't. No, that fucking... <laughs> There's a part of me that just wants to stick it on in the background one day. And there's no point in the nose, I'd just go fucking mad. No, I'd, I'd never, never, never doing that. <sighs> Amazing. Truly <laughs> commendable effort from whoever did that. But you knew they got bored because they didn't do the second two films, I only did the first one. Got bored? The first film? That's, that's a commitment, just doing the first film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Deserve a fucking some, award. Some people have too much free time. Oh, yes. Maybe a bot did it, who knows? <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Even I don't know how you'd um, don't know how you'd get a bot to do that. I'm sure there's shortcuts and programs you can you can run. Yeah, but but to specifically do it for every time a certain character takes a step. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like maybe he maybe he like, but actually it might not be that bad if you say if you're watching it in in like uh, iMovie or something like that, and every time he takes a step, you're just hitting whatever key it is to leave like the marker down and then you're just cutting there and then just putting the clip in every time at that marker yeah exactly you'd have to yeah like, that's not too bad to do that's not that's not that hard to do if you've got that clip already saved it is just a matter of just watching it and hitting that key at the right moment every time so then again it's actually probably not that hard to do <laughs> imagine editing that fucking hell um kind of makes me want to do it though did I have actually? I can't remember if I. Oh, that's it. I did have something I want. I know. I know we're we're already talking about the doc. We're talking about the script at the moment, but um, I had a podcast that I was going to recommend to you. You might have already seen it been shared around. Oh, okay. Well, not shared, but you might have already seen the people who are doing the podcast share it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the the uh, Always Sunny podcast. Oh yeah, I haven't had a chance to listen to it. It's good. Uh, it's all right. It's just them, you know, talking about. They don't barely talk about the episodes. To be fair. Fair. It's <laughs> just them basically dicking about. Well, it's just them talking about like how the show started and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, more so than the actual like episodes. They yeah, they're... but it's good. It's funny, and it's 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 funny how you can see that the dynamic that they have together is basically the dynamic of the characters. Just a little, they're just not as mean to each other. <laughs> I like that. They do all have a good dynamic together. There's a part of me though that wishes they were mean to each other. I don't know why. Maybe that's just the. Well, they'd never get anything done if they were always mean to each other. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. It's why we never managed to do anything with YouTube. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> do, you reckon, do, you reckon, do you reckon our version of the Doctor would have seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia? No. No. He would have seen Lord of the Rings, though, right? I don't know. I don't know if the Doctor takes time to watch films. <laughs> the doctor just takes a personal day sitting in bed with a, like, a cup of hot cocoa <laughs> watching Lord of the Rings. <laughs> That'd be yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What would the doctor watch? That's just weird, isn't it? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's something that... Because, like... 
Yeah. Yeah. Because it's clear that he's, he reads, because he reads all the time, and obviously, in, even in like the Shakespeare Code, he talks about how he's read, he reads, he's read Harry Potter and all that stuff. So he must have personal time. As the so the Doctor obviously uh, was a man and is now a woman. Yes. I don't think the Doctor would agree with J.K. Rowling's point of view. No, hundred percent. No, no way. That's the thing, isn't it? They're doing that Harry Potter reunion thing and J.K. Rowling's not involved. <laughs> yeah, I saw some people going, oh, how can people support this and all this shit? And then um, there was an explanation. It was like, J.K. Rowling has nothing to do with this. It's, it, she's been completely disregarded in this in this reunion. It's literally just the cast getting together to talk about their time on the film. Yeah. It was also, uh, was it, uh, people were criticising Emma Watson. She made a post and didn't once mention J.K. Rowling either. And the people were criticising her and she'd be like, eh, I don't fuck off it's like... yeah it's like why would she why would she mention it at that moment like it's such a compl- it must be such a complicated situation for them as well like yeah. the best thing for them to do is to not mention her i think did you see that the pit the the car the like cast photo from the deathly hallows that um emma watson posted as well uh yeah i think so i didn't look into too much detail I mean, I didn't go into too much detail, but that's definitely a cardboard cutout of Rupert Grint on that in that photo. Let me get it up. Like it's not him. <laughs> Let's have a look. Emma. What? Like it's the second photo because she posted two pictures together. I think she posted a photo of the three of them together when they were kids. Yep. And then the second photo is a cast photo. Jesus cast and crew Christ! Photo. It's. It's a cardboard cutout. <laughs> I wouldn't even say it's a cardboard cutout. It looks like it's just been digitally fucking... No, it's a, it's absolutely that a is, cardboard that cutout. Is... And that's hilarious. Yeah. It's like, where was he then? <laughs> that is genuinely... That is awful. <laughs> also, um, did you... Did you? Have you watched The Assembled for Shang-Chi yet? No, 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 no. I, knew, I really want to. I've just not had time this week. Yeah, it's pretty good. I think it's the best one actually of them, but I think it's because most Simu Liu is just great. I genuinely love that guy. He's he, you know, what the thing is, right? Is he's so humble, but he's also just so charismatic and funny. So it yeah. kind of, it no, kind of great. yeah, it kind of adds to to like you watch his character, and then you watch him, and you go, oh, it's just a genuinely good bloke. I rewatched Shang Chi as well, and I think I love it more than I saw it, that I did the first time. Yeah, I'm planning to rewatch it this week. So I think my cinema experience just might not have been a good one either when I saw it. Yeah, that can you know that can always affect it as well. You know. It's, yeah. Um. I think it was one of my cinema experiences where I can't remember what it was for. It might have been into the Spider Verse. I was stuck with like loads of screaming kids, and I still walked that out. That was the. I think wasn't that the time we saw it? There wasn't that many, but there were kids seeing it. Oh yeah, it might have been that one. Yeah. Because you saw it, you'd already seen it. Yeah. Because I know it affected your viewpoint just in terms of the, the kids. Yeah. Yeah. But then obviously when you rewatch it again, you go, oh, actually, no, that was fucking off the yeah. chain good. My cinema experience with Shang-Chi was just I couldn't see anything, it felt like. Yeah. Um, but when I saw it again, I was like, I can still, I still have, like, you know, uh, criticisms on it. Yeah, of course. But I enjoyed it a lot more the second time. Yeah. And I'm, I'm I want more. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see more of of Shang Chi and and that kind of that world, that element. Anyway, that's for sure. Yep. But 
Should we carry on talking about our Doctor Who movie? Fuck, yeah, we should, shouldn't we? That's something that we do. That is something that we do. I like the fact we dip um, into a bit of both. We give we give people a bit of the old stuff, but a bit of the new stuff. We we mix and match. <laughs> the old stuff, like 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 we've been doing this for ages. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The it's been seventy years. We must be coming up on a year soon. It, yeah, next year will be a year. <laughs> Fair play. Carry on. Do you not remember when we started this? I can't remember the exact month. It's February. That was it. I was going to say March. Uh, okay. Okay. I let you down. I let the podcast down. But more importantly, I let myself down. You always let me down. Oh. <laughs> that was quite sad. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, so's your life. Oh. Oh, Burn. Why am I saying that? You've burned don't, me. Don't Fuck worry, you. listeners. I used to be meaner to him. That is true. <laughs> that is also true. Um, Even though I know I meant it in jest, I found a tweet where you had, like, an old tweet where you had said something like you were feeling down, and I tweeted, <laughs> nobody cares. I had <laughs> know I meant it as a joke, but it doesn't read like that. <laughs> I can just... And I know you would have known I meant it as a joke. Oh, yeah, 100%. But I, I could just imagine someone else reading that guy and... Cool, that's a bit fucking crikey. <laughs> and there's no, like, further clarification in, like, the thread that it was a joke. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so if anyone stumbled upon that, they'd just be like, wow, so mean. Wow, he thought he went for this guy. <laughs> okay. I was just like, fucking hell. I was, I, I just... So, oh. good news is the leaf blower has stopped because they got rained on. Boom. I mean, you think they would have been the leaf blower would stop because they were done with the leaf, the leaves, the leaves, the leaves. Oh yeah, that as well. But Did um, they leave. They leaved. <laughs> they leafed. They leaved. They leafed. Um, um, jinx, make a wish. Right. So they've just run down the corridor. They've just reached the restricted area. They've they've come across. They've just yep. They've come across the locked they've... door. A locked door. Um, Wait, no, let me see. They've come. They've come. Oh, uh, they've they, arrived. They barreled down the corridor. The restricted area again. Um, Filch is there. <laughs> With his cat. You murdered my cat. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. Ah, oh, I love Chamber of Secrets. No, but he's not. He's not Filch. He'd be. He'd be the first Doctor. Actually, that reminds me. Shit, I had. I had an idea when I was editing the podcast. Okay. Go. Um, okay, okay, okay. I don't know if this is going to happen. So, but it's, it's for this scene as well. Fucking hell, I should have remembered this. Um, yeah, so when the Doctor and Alex get to down to the restricted area and open the TARDIS, like when they get in and open the TARDIS, I was going to... Davros, maybe the real Dav... The real Davros, the future Davros reveals himself. Nice. Okay. And, like, threat. We don't know. He doesn't say he's Davros, doesn't say who his name or anything, because obviously past Davros doesn't know that it's him in from the future he doesn't know that yet yeah of course um so i have it that he reveals himself and he threatens the doctor or tries shooting him maybe i don't know um and the doctor has that like doesn't know what's going on because he doesn't know that davros obviously of course yeah he would he wouldn't notice him because of what we've done with the story we've had it that this doctor hasn't had the time war yet yeah right uh oh 
I thought no, this doctor has had the time war. He has, but he doesn't. But no, he, does, he, he hasn't doesn't. got his memories back yet. He he yeah. He's sorry. He's had the time war. Yeah, and that Davros hasn't met the doctor for the time war yet. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I like that. But I was like, Doctor doesn't understand what's happening. Like I'll say, he and Alex jump into the TARDIS and it dematerializes and then takes them away. Yeah. And then I was going to have then David, David Rossellini rushes in <laughs> and berates the old man for ruining their plans. Yeah. Because they needed the TARDIS and they've allowed them to get away. The thing, because we, I think, I don't know, we'll have to figure it out in the scene, but we could have it that like, David Rossellini was going to get there and have his people there and manage to stop him in time, maybe. But, because Davros comes out and tries to attack him, because he's like, I want to kill the Doctor. Yeah. Um, that ruins their plan a little bit, and it introduces Davros into the script earlier than... Because otherwise we didn't have a place to introduce him. Yeah, in terms of in terms of him ruining Rosalini's plan, it could be that when he goes to shoot him, you know he has that kind of um, metal hand that can kind of like shoot electricity. Yeah, if he, he could go and shoot that, he misses the doctor, but he could hit some form of uh, wire or something that causes a lockdown of the room. So as the as Rossellini and, and his guards are about to storm in, the door that would be ridiculously ridiculously um sci-fi to happen. So yeah, yeah, and then all the <laughs> could do- do that. all the doors, well, it triggers all the doors like the um... shut down around him, so they can't get in. Triggers the sprinkler system, like so. It triggers like off. But then again, if it triggered like any sort of like anything like that, the doors wouldn't lock, would they? Because it'd be like, yeah, now you're trapped in with the fire. Yeah, oh, exactly. Um, but maybe yeah, some sort of lockdown thing could happen that could ru- yeah ruin them. And then David Rossellini's guards are about to get there, and they're like, oh shit, we can't get in. Yeah, now. and then like, 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 what the fuck's going on? The Rossellini can just be like, get this door open now, and they have yeah. to try, they have to like quickly go, they have to quickly get it open as the Doctor and Alex jump in and escape. And Davros yeah. is like, ah, no. Yeah. And Davros is like, you've ruined our plan. Like, you, you, the few past Davros is like, you've ruined our plan. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we've got the end um, of this scene. <laughs> yeah. And I, I also have a couple of other notes is that uh, we need to figure out a way to show that things are going to go wrong differently that should lead to the doc- Davros victory. Something to do with the TARDIS, maybe including a different version of the Doctor. Um, because we need, so we're going to have Alex going to the future and seeing a future where Davros has won. Right. Yeah. But we've had no indication that things are going to go that way because the Doctor and Alex have the TARDIS at that point. Oh shit! Yeah. So we need to have it. So if we're using like old school film time travel methods, so for example, Back to the Future. Yeah. Um, when they go back to the future in the second film, obviously they times changed because of Biff. Yep. Uh, going and visiting his past self, but so we need to have something in here um, hmm. that needs to happen that they would need to somehow rectify. So something needs to have gone wrong. And um, I had let me see where if I've written something. Maybe I one of the notes I made was that there's a possibility that the TARDIS does leave them stranded in 1950s and it goes back to the present day. And because the Doctor's now unlocked it, it's unlocked for them. Yeah, that could work. Um, but then it's like, okay, Alex has the Vortex Manipulator and uh, they'll use that to get to the future. Yeah. But then what's the Doctor going to do now he's on his own? 
without the TARDIS. That's what, and I thought, I don't know if it's maybe too much for the film. The Doctor could maybe meet an old man that he doesn't recognise, or someone he does sort of recognise, but he's not sure who they are. Yeah. And it could be, like, the David Bradley is the first Doctor, for example. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. And he's like, oh, I can help you, lad. Because <laughs> it needs to be, yeah, it needs to be that... I feel like during that whole sequence, the Doctor needs to get his memories back somehow by the end of it so that yeah. so that he can go and successfully into the future and save Alex and his TARDIS. So maybe by yeah. meeting... And, well, and if we go by recent Doctor Who standards, it might be that he's not been that version of the Doctor yet. Yeah. Or, I mean, that doesn't necessarily work with current Doctor Who canon, but this film doesn't need to work with Doctor Who canon. No, this is our obviously... own thing. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Shit, son. Yeah, so, but I'm not 100 100% sure how to make it all work. But it's just these are things that in the script that need to happen to it's, make sure certain things happen. It's about the right. fine tuning, isn't it? We need to just yeah, it's it all it'll all come down to the fine tuning as the story progresses. Yeah, it's just there's elements of the story that are, like, missing right now. Yeah. Like, that, uh, yeah, like, we've, we, I, I mean, it's, it's plot holes, really, <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, like, we've, we need to figure out what is it that Davros is doing that's going to make him win, basically. We need to know, we need to work out how we're going to get to that future. Hmm. And then what have they got to go back in time, back to the present day to do to make sure it doesn't happen? Stuff like that, that we need to fill in the gaps with. Yeah. I'd say so. We'll do it a step at a time. So for the, for, for the TARDIS, we need a reason for the TARDIS to abandon the Doctor and Alex to then go back to Davros. Well, at the moment, it's going to be because the Doctor's not really himself. Yeah, so it kind of freaks out. And you could also say that Davros might have been, you know... Even though they couldn't get into the TARDIS, they've been trying to experiment, even just on the outer shell of the TARDIS, trying to get in, and that's kind of fucked the TARDIS up a little bit. Yeah, and it, you could even say that the TARDIS is a bit confused because of the two Davroses in the same timeline as well. Yeah, it's a bit all over. As the much place. as we've, as much as we're making out that it's not a paradox, this is something that's always supposed to happen. The TARDIS could still be confused about that. Yeah, because in the TARDIS's point of view, it's just it's just come out and escaped the time war as well. So the yeah. the the heart of the TARDIS will be quite scarred and and broken at this current point. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Let's let's go to the right. Let's go to the beginning of this scene then. So let's, you know, they're they're outside the restricted door. The Doctor is starting to to fade away a little bit and come back to being John Smith. Um, yeah. Well. I, yeah. They've come to the TARDIS. He's uh, yeah because he's got. Basically, they've come to the restricted area and he's open. <laughs> Filch's there, go away. Um, <laughs> they've arrived at the restricted area again, and the Doctor will use his sonic screwdriver. Alex can ask him what that is, and as he goes to explain it, that's where he can kind of get all fu- like he, he can get into a bit of a head rush and and start like the Doctor side of him kind of fades away. Yeah. Maybe. Sorry, just... Um... 
Anyway, yeah, it opens the doors and they get so they get inside the restricted area and close it up, obviously. Yep. I'd say as soon as he sees the TARDIS, like as soon as he puts his eyes in it, it can kind of not not give him memories or anything, but it can kind of like. Uh, uh, affect him in some way, like he can be quite startled and quite uh, like a head rush kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Well, that's that's also another thing to bring into question. Then is like, are we still going to do the whole the chameleon circuits working right now, or not? Should we just have it? It's just a police box. I think have it as a police box because I think that might work better for if we're having. If we do do an, an old doctor is there as well, I feel like that's a like fun little thing to do, even if it is like the first movie. <laughs> yeah, I think I uh, yeah I think have the. I think have it as a police box personally. Yeah. Um. So like, he... then even even Alex would be confused about it. So you could have the doctor has closed the door and locked it with the screwdriver. He's starting to dip in between the doctor and John Smith, but more John Smith. And then he, he can literally, he turns from the door, from looking at the door, turns around, look, as soon as he sees the TARDIS, it just throws him. And that's, he can, not a meltdown per se, but he can have like a kind of, um, I don't know how to word it, like a freak out, not freak out. No, I don't, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think how to. Like stopped hmm. in his tracks. Like maybe he's. He gets. We don't see anything. Like he, he's not. It's not like oh, he's getting visions or something. But maybe he just has like, I don't know, a big old headache. Yeah, like he's startled, but he can't explain why. Like he recognizes sort of this like, thing. You know when, not exactly the same way, but like when uh, Donna Noble's getting like her memories back of the Doctor, basically. Yes, 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 yes. And she's like my head. Like, well, yeah. Yeah, he's having that because obviously he's not. It, it, his memories are like still breaking through but it's not at this point he doesn't have the fob watch in his own hands obviously yeah his memories are breaking through with the chameleon arch which is the the thing that turns him human is trying to re- and it's just trying to regress them causing at the same him, time and it's just causing him pain of some sort yeah so he can kind of okay, Alex turns and sees the police work wonders what it is doctor turns and sees it then he starts to get affected in some way headache could you say that as he can kind of maybe he can kind of like grip his head in in pain almost and as he's doing that Alex can be like are you okay are you okay and that's when Davros can kind of wheel himself out Alex concerned a voice from the shadows says something says something along the lines of What's up, Doctor? How you doing, bro? Yeah, I'm trying to think of like... I mean, we can figure out the lines properly of what Davros would say when the Doctor comes in. It's just like... But then the Doctor's going to be to turn around and be like, I have no idea who you are. But like, at this point, his memories are kind of trying to clash together. Yeah. And he's being like, I, I can... I, are you... Basically, the Doctor's going to be confused and lost when he sees Davros. Yeah, he's the... Everything we know about even him so far more, is well, like thrown out the window. Lost, even more lost and confused, but he knows that this is a threat. Alex can kind of maybe f- 
be a bit repulsed at the look of what she's. Oh seeing. my god, you're so ugly. Yeah, she'd be like, "What's that? Is that <laughs> is that tentacles on your? Oh no, that's I'm thinking of Dalek Sec the Human. Fucking hell. Be so much better. Like yeah, we we need to bring Dalek Sec into the. <laughs> oh, should we? Dalek Sec is the one that helps the Doctor. He's he goes back to 1930s New York. <laughs> yeah, and he bumps into Andrew Garfield's. And he's like, wait, and then uh, Alex will be like, I swear you're Spider-Man. You look like the guy that plays Spider-Man. Well, one of the guys, anyway. They're doing this weird crossover. I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> 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 um, uh, no. Um, he knows it's a threat. Maybe maybe he can, like... I'd say... Uh... Put- Put put himself in put himself in front of Alex to like protect her. Yeah, but I'd say because he's in pain, I'd say that he might not be able to fully like get his words out at all points in this bit. Like he might be quite um, stuttery slash staggery in terms of you know he's 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 having these memories trying to break through. The community arch is trying to push it back. He's just he's trying to protect Alex. He's he just he's he's just a bit all over the place. He, yeah, he's a drunk at a party. Uh, is all the place in in pain. Um, Davros is like, oh, I'm, I've looked forward to being able to be able to kill you. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Um, he, he does the Count Dooku. I've been looking forward to this. I've been looking forward to this. <laughs> um, my powers have doubled since the last time we met, Count. Twice Ooh. the pride, double the fall. Double the fall. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, he can he can be like, um, you know, you fooled me. There's obviously stuff we get in the actual script, but he can talk about how you know, it's he's always the doctor in his past lives have fooled him at every turn, and finally he's got him to a point where he's gonna be the winner. Um, goes to shock him. I'm trying to think though, with the state the doctor's in, is he going to be able to unlock the TARDIS? Um, hmm. Or should. Could he maybe. Uh, right, what if, right? What if. Do it beforehand, even though we've already. We've established he's already, like, in a bit of pain before Davros reveal himself, reveals himself. Like. Huh. What if? Because the point is, like, the TARDIS is locked at this point. Or maybe, I mean, would it just open for the Doctor? Well, I was going to say, right? Say if, but say if, then it doesn't know it's the Doctor right now. It doesn't. The TARDIS doesn't know who it is. Say if, say if Davros goes to shoot the Doctor first, right? Alex pushes the Doctor out of the way. It hits the TARDIS that kind of reflects it back to Davros. Davros all starts to freak out. His electrical hand starts going everywhere, which causes the lockdown. Whatever. Do- oh no! They're they're close enough to the TARDIS where when Davros shoots, they're inside the TARDIS's protective field. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I'd say like they're already close enough to it. I'd say so Alex. So Davros is like, no one needs to be like. They get like maybe they they're kind of frozen stiff and they think they're about to be killed, but then it hits the the protective field. Yeah, and then I'd say and then the Doctor like turns around and then quickly opens the TARDIS. Well, I'd say either that or when Alex is trying to find like because Alex obviously saw the Doctor use the sonic screwdriver. So maybe she's trying to find that, be like, where's that little electrical key thingy? And she's kind of patting mm. him down, trying to find him, the TARDIS key that he probably didn't Maybe he's still got it in him. his hand and he's, dro- he's dropped it from, like, when he was in pain. Yeah, but I was going to say, so like, on the, floor. the TARDIS key that he probably didn't even know was on him just kind of falls out of his pocket. 
<laughs> and then she can just no, that's a bit. That's a bit too. Too. That's a bit too. Uh, well, he'd still have the key, no? Huh? He'd still have the key, no? He might. Not, I mean, he... yeah, but let. Well, I mean, he might. Let's say he maybe he just uses the sonic screwdriver to open it. Then right now, not the, not a key. Yeah. Like, because I feel like getting. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit too convenient if a key just like falls out or something like that, or if the doctor has it. Like, or if if the doctor does have it, maybe it's on his keys and he's not really known that it was that key. Yeah. And maybe, because maybe he has a brief moment where like he stops feeling in pain and he like, yeah, let's just say that he just he has a moment where he's back to doctor mode. Very brief moment, yeah. Yeah. Davros fires his weapon, whatever it is. He might have a gun. He might not. He might have a crossbow. Um, fires his weapon. And they think they're gonna die. What are they gonna but do? But it hits the TARDIS protective field and deflects somewhere else in the room. Deflects. Um, I'd say it should. Hit... Well, we've already established that the Doctor has locked the door. So, what if it hits Davros then? Otherwise, Davros <laughs> is just gonna try and go after him. Um, or maybe it doesn't deflect at all, it just hits the thing. I don't think it needs to be... Because I feel like the Doctor's already used the sonic screwdriver on the door to lock it when he came in, so that's established how they can't catch up to them. Yeah. But, like, Davros has failed in trying to stop them. Yeah. Basically, like, Davros was meant to keep them in the room, not let them get to the TARDIS that quickly. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Um. That's what, yeah. We say that was the plan. The plan was to get them into the restricted area, and to let Davros trap them there. Yeah, because they thought by having them in there, they'd be able to get the TARDIS open, but keep the Doctor and Alex. Yeah. Stuck there. Well, they they only really need the Doctor. Obviously, Alex is expendable at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. It hits the TARDIS reflective protective field. Don't need to have it reflecting anywhere. Um. Doctor has a moment of clarity. And opens the TARDIS. And they rush in. Inside. While Davros. Is being mad. <laughs> it, as, yeah, uh, I'd say if the Doctor's got clarity. As he rushes in. He just runs over. And uh, you know pulls the lever. To make the TARDIS dematerialise. And that's when he switches back. <coughs> <laughs> Sorry. I like an idea. Maybe he doesn't go over to the controls. He runs inside and then the TARDIS. they're both kind of... And the TARDIS, maybe like the cloister bell goes and it's all red. Yeah, maybe the TARDIS just takes off itself. Yeah. The Doctor and Alex are inside and before they can move, move any further... Move any further... The lights all flash red. The cloister bell. <laughs> the cloister bell rings. S- rings? Sounds. The cloister bell go. The, plo- the cloister bell goes off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, spills the tea. Um, <laughs> the cloister bell goes off, and uh, the TARDIS starts to make that sound. <laughs> And begins to dematerialize 
materialize. And outside, Davros is like, no! Yeah, he's just screaming mechanically. Um, no. Manically. When you say mechanically? <laughs> yeah. Maniacally. Maniacally, that's the one. Yeah. Um, and I think the scene should end with Rossellini and Davros. Um, TARDIS disappears. And David Rossellini arrives. Arrives. At the door and tries to get in. Yep. But it is locked. Um, someone knocks the door down or something. I don't know. Yeah, they they blow. <laughs> knocks the door down or just uses a door down, or uses like a, an override key or something. Yeah, something something <laughs> as simple as that. Uh, Davy walks in alone. Like I'm not gonna have his guards following him. No. And he instantly looks to Davros. Maybe belittles, asks, belittles him. Asks what went wrong. What did he do? Like, what did what 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 happened? What did you do? Kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Davros is like, they escaped my grasp. He's like, I don't know, fam. <laughs> uh, David is like. <laughs> great dialogue is <laughs> like you you were meant to stop them that was your only tar that was that was all you were supposed like all you were supposed, that was all you had to do yeah that was your plan <laughs> it's like we had them and then you can even have Davros be like, this is all a part of the plan. He's like, everything will work out in the end. Yeah. Davros tries to assure him that everything will work out in the end. Mentions. He can just, mentions, he can just say. I'll say he mentions something. He mentions like saying something was different about him. Yeah. Like the doctor. Yeah. yeah. I'll say he can just literally be like, it's all going according to plan. And then he'd be like, what? Makes the audience go, the fuck? Nah, I don't, because I don't, because then I don't want to have, like, if if this was a real film being released, people being like, how does Davros, like, you know, oh, it's a bit convenient how it's all going according to plan, like, even though things have clearly gone wrong. I like the idea that it's gone wrong, and, like, <laughs> yeah, they have to, like, maybe either they have to figure something else out, which they can't right now, <laughs> yep. because they, uh, or we do the thing where the TARDIS just leaves them and comes back. Yeah. Uh, Davros could even like say something like, "I have a feeling things are gonna go our way." Yeah, 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 yeah. But after he says something about the, so there was something different about the Doctor. He wasn't like, himself. There was something different about him, and then he could say like, "I, I have a feeling everything's gonna go our way." Yeah. yeah. Davros says that he has a feeling all will be fine, and then <laughs> wheels himself out. <laughs> No, because then the civilians will see him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, no, slowly reverses back into the darkness in front of Rossellini. Going, so, this is also maybe because we're changing a little bit now. Now that we're having that the TARDIS is already its police box, we can change where it takes them, maybe? Yeah. 
like to work better with what we want to do i think i'd like the idea of it's like we do do that he the doctor when he's having his needing to figure out who he is like moment when he's on his own yeah he is he does like bump into a version of himself because i feel like based on what we're doing with the story where we're doing davros meeting davros we could that kind of works thematically yeah i like that as well um and but i'm trying to think could it is it going to be a, a few i i like i think it's better if it's a past version of himself isn't it i think yeah i think it's about because then it's like this is the version of him that hasn't fought the time war this is a version of him that can remind him who he was yeah and it's well i think it's all about matching what version you either go something like that, you go, you do the first doctor because it is obviously the first doctor or you do a, a version that you think best matches the personality of the the disincarnation of the doctor i think and then you know i don't think it needs to be a match like i think it i like i like the first doctor i just i think i'd like it to be someone who can remind like the doctor of why he was you know what he was what he was like before you know the war you know ruined him i'd say then maybe maybe the fourth doctor i don't think it needs to be specific we don't need to specifically say who it is right now that doesn't matter yeah like um because like we said this doesn't really exist in the same canon as the series does it (laughs) no yeah true so it could be anyone it could be any old actor it could be idris elba um oh yeah Uh, so basically, yeah. So when when then we need to figure out when the TARDIS takes them. Um, hmm. that's a good point. <laughs> like it could still just be like it could just be the sixties. Maybe stick because maybe stick to the sixties for now. Because that's when Doctor Who started, and it's like it's a date that means something to the fans as well. So it could be like because it is still while we're ma- it, this is like a story we're writing that's more like maybe not geared towards people who are already fans. You still want that stuff in there. Yeah, you still want the little Easter eggs that they're gonna go. Oh, so we that's could say cool. the Tardis takes them back to the nineteen sixties. Yeah, like randomly. But then you could also have it. It's a matter of the Tardis doing what it knows because the Tardis obviously we have a we talk about how the Tardis takes a Doctor where he needs to go. Mm. Like the TARDIS always takes the Doctor where they need to be or where they need to go, and even though the TARDIS is rejecting him right now, it takes him where he needs to go. Yeah, exactly. Like he's like, I the TARDIS is like, you know, you need this. This is what you need. <laughs> yeah. Takes them back to the nineteen sixties or or something. Um, and then do we have that? It just leaves them there. Yeah, I'd say something goes wrong as they're in it. Like, like it, the cloister bell's still going off. You know, it. it as it's it, is rattling and screaming. <laughs> yeah, as it's materialising and demons and all that kind of travelling, like sparks and, and it's, it's not. Yeah, it's not going well. It's very much um, crashing about and and something's wrong. Something's very clearly wrong. And then it can finally kind of just stop. They both go to the doors to maybe have a look, but maybe it kicks them out. Like you know when <laughs> you know when Matt Smith in the lodger when he goes to have a look, uh, and he's like, "Oh, I can see a Ryman's," and the TARDIS kicks him out and, and flies off. When? 
uh, you know in series five the episode with james corden yeah i remember that episode i'm trying to remember that moment it's literally the very very start of the episode i do not remember that oh well yeah they could you could stop they could both go to the doors and open them to have a look and then the tardis could literally just kick them out and fly off it's got them yeah. where they need to go, but it's not strong enough because it's too damaged at the moment to stay there. It just gets pulled. It pulls itself back to where it just was. Um, or I'm trying to think. I like the idea of just because I, I can just picture like a. Uh, it gives them a chance because the TARDIS. We don't want the cloister bell and the red light going off all the whole time. And it gives them a chance to start the scene in the TARDIS so they get a moment in there so they're not just immediately going to the doors. Uh, yeah. Because Alex has obviously never been inside the TARDIS. The Doctor is going great. Like, everything's going weird and they're going to have a moment where they like it's everything just goes quiet. So maybe it's almost like the TARDIS just goes dead. Yeah. Like. And then it comes back to life once they're out of it. Yeah. Um. And then the doors like close on their own, and then it just it 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 you know fucks off. <laughs> yeah. So screaming. Eventually, it just stops, and they stop moving. Every the dust the dust settles. The dust settles, <laughs> and everything is quiet. The TARDIS lights are all like go all go off. And there's a dead silence. And you can have, like, Alex is, like, freaking out. Alex starts freaking out. Yeah. Freaking out. What is this? What? Where are we? Why is this thing bigger on the inside? <laughs> and then we can have, like, the doctor. The doctor is, like confused con- con- contemplative yeah maybe it's a bit too much for him so he needs to just kind of he, need, I can he, have... needs, to, he needs to kind of get out yeah I can for a, for a moment I can figure him kind of just like leaning on the console at the time and just like not not doing anything like he's like what like because he's 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 being bombarded by all these things and he's like I know what I know these things I know what I'm like I've, this is confusing to him yeah He's quiet and like, and Alex is like doing all the talking, asking all the questions. Um, I also <sighs> just remembered that I think we were wanting to have a scene before here where the the time war is addressed somehow. Because that was something that was going to sort of. Oh, this script's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the time will can come up either a bit later, or it can just be between Davros and well, it, Rossellini. Maybe it, it's because well no, it's because it's meant to drive a conflict between the Doctor and Alex. Hmm. And then I'm going to have a look back into the beginning of the notes and see if I wrote anything about it already. It 
maybe it can just be a part of the conversation Davros has with the Doctor before they jump in the TARDIS. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think. I'm trying to think if, if there's a way to make it work naturally. Doctor has to explain it to us. Um. Sorry for any listeners, this is a quiet, contemplative moment where we're trying to think things. <laughs> yeah, no apologies. Um, um. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe it should just literally just be, you know, as they're, as they're, before he shoots them, you know, he comes out and he talks about how he's forward him at every turn and all this kind of stuff. And then uh, he can make a comment of the, the specific details. Obviously, we would have to mention um, in the actual script when we write it. We'd have to decide. But he can talk about how he can talk br- very briefly about the time war um, that the Doctor, whilst going in and out of John Smith and Doctor, and John Smith and Doctor can comment upon briefly. But Alex is kind of like listening, listening to what everyone's saying, and is quite shocked at what they're they're hearing we it's part of the thing is that um past davros believes that the doctor is going to destroy their the 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 Khaled race yeah and like because davros has come back and told him that he's going to kill them all well, yeah so then that the doctor the time that the time lords are going to kill them all essentially yeah well then davros so... would obviously the older davros would obviously keep going with the lie in case in case Rossellini can hear him no I mean that's the no that's a, that's no, no, that's of course the point but, but um, that's why I'm thinking it's maybe not Davros says anything about the time war it's David Rossellini so maybe we put it into the scene before when they're in the office yeah like he he's he starts like when he's trying to draw out when he's trying when he he starts by talking about the time war and time lords and, may- and the doctor is obviously John Smith at that moment, and he doesn't realize what he doesn't know what he's talking about, and then that's why da- Davros gets angrier because he he starts going, "You're going to destroy my entire race." Yeah, it could even be as he throws, like you throw the vortex manipulator onto the when he throws it onto the table, it can be like, "I know you destroy the Khalid race." What? What? Yeah, I know. He's. I know you. At this point, he's like, "This." He believes this doctor has already done it. Yeah. So he's going to be like, "You have just your like." You've taken it everything. hasn't happened for him yet, but he's like, you've destroyed like you know my people. Yeah, you've you've like, you've taken I, everything. I, I've like, I've been shown what we become. Yeah, and it's all because of you. Yeah, and then yeah, and then then, obviously we reveal Davros obviously in that same scene like a little bit later. Yeah, once so they've run down the corridor, it does work. I'm gonna need to make a note in the previous scene. To say need to add a confrontation where past Davros has a big old go no uh, accuses the doctor of I'm trying to think of the word like because he I wasn't gonna say he kills them all because I, I want it to be something different because of well, like it's a genocide. Well, I mean, it's different to the point where it's like because 
um, past future Davros has convinced him that he, he's the reason, like the way he is, is because of. The, I guess that you could say that, like that's Davros could tell him some, have told him something like this is what we've needed to do to survive. Yeah. Accuses the Doctor of destroying his like people. Yeah. Like brutalizing his people. <laughs> Him, him and the Time Lords. Time Lords. But the Doctor obviously doesn't know that doesn't know this at this point. Doctor doesn't understand at this point. Because he's not himself. Um yeah, so that would need to, that needs to be in that scene. Yeah. I was just thinking about later as well, when uh in terms of we're like, oh what's what's Davros gonna do to win everything maybe when he gets the TARDIS back he goes and because obviously you know it's the doc or in canon it's the doctor that that causes the moment to destroy Gallifrey which could because the Daleks are winning maybe if Stavros goes back breaks into the time war and kills or does something to stop the moment happening which is what causes him to win yeah um but that's i'm trying to think like that's a later problem but we also don't necessarily the thing is i also wanted to we don't necessarily need to show or say what they've done to change time yeah but they need the tardis because what i want it to be is they just they only discover that time has changed when they go to the future yeah and then it's a matter of getting back to the present where they where they were from and being like we need to stop them before they do this you know yeah and the conflict yeah the so like even though we see a future that's been destroyed we like the, the most of the story is going to take place in the present day mm. um but it's a matter of yeah just what it's very difficult it is but that's why you know that's why we're doing this scene by scene and blocking it out before writing the script as well, because this is the chance to to get all of our kind of thoughts and ideas on, and it gives us. And then by doing it scene by scene, in the next you know time between recordings, we we can try and think and think of ideas to I think help I have something. Along. Yeah, so we do- I think I have something. Oh, fair play. They're turning. They're they're with the with the te- with the knowledge that future Davros has. And we are at the fact that past Davros is still like a, a Scaro scientist. Yep. They start turning humans into Daleks, like into the Dalek weapons. Yes. Yep. Like, rather like you know, putting because obviously the Dalek isn't the shell. The Dalek, well, the Dalek is essentially the shell, but inside they're just the, the Kalid people. Mm. So it could be they're doing that to humans. Yeah, I like that. Like. And then when, but they've got, a, they've been building like, not like, a, they haven't got like a huge army or anything like that, but they've got like enough Daleks at that point to start. And they could just be, there could be like the first attack happens in like London or something like that. And then there's like a proper conflict then. Yeah. To stop. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, and you know, when they use the emergency temporal shift. Yeah. Can they take anything with them or is it just them? I think in the show it's just them, but that's not to necessarily say that, you know, this is our own canon. We can adapt it f- to fit yeah. our needs. Could we have, then, something that I don't know how we'd address this in the story. I don't know if I want to, if we, it could be done in a flashback. 
You know, flashback to the sequence where Davros and Davros meet each other. Mm-hmm. There could be a buried Dalek ship, and that's where he was. Yeah. But don't forget, like, it starts with, with Ross, where that Rossellini almost exploring Indiana Jones there, so he could come that's across That's what I'm it. saying. No, that's what I'm saying, and what he ends up exploring, where he doesn't realise it because it's crashed, and he, it, it just seems like a temple to him, is it's a crashed Dalek ship. Yeah. And then when Davros, from the future, used the, um, the emergency temporal shift, it took him to another Dalek spaceship. Yeah. I like that. So we could just make out that, and then that could be... That could be like, because then we could have like a spaceship right rising out of the museum or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's sick. I like that. <laughs> I mean, we'll end up destroying the British Museum. Ah, uh, fuck it. That's fine. They stole all that stuff anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly, bastards. <laughs> um, and then like a massive Dalek ship over London. That'd be sick. Um, and it could be, it could be, um, hmm. In the future, we could have a. There could be more because this this film is still quite bare, and I feel like if we wrote a full script, it wouldn't be like it would be barely, barely an hour. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, we could have that when uh, they're in the future. Alex meets like last remaining humans, and they're like they explain what has happened, like not completely, and they're like, oh yeah, they they mentioned when the first attack was and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that because it gives a bit more. Um if we leave Alex on their own for a while as well, it gives a bit more depth to them as well. Cause at the moment yeah. it's just been apart from the very first bit, it's just been them with the doctor, you know? So yeah. I think it'd be good to have the doctor and for a little bit and then Alex for a little bit and then bring them back together. <laughs> and there could there, oh, I mean, could there be like, um, maybe there is like these people have had some sort of, I don't know, maybe this is going too far and it would include maybe having to do more in the future, but like the people have got like, they know of the Doctor or something like that. I mean, yeah, it could do. So they could mention something, mate. I don't. They could be like they made. I mean, not 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 exactly it, but there's like all oh, a prophecy or something. I don't know. Yeah, but no, but that can be something we can address when we get to that part of the script. But I don't mind that idea. Yeah. yeah. But I actually no. So I think that's a really good idea that we spend a bit more time in the future then, like, and it's like slows it down a little um, bit and breaks it down a bit more. And yeah, gives Alex a chance to shine in the story herself, uh, themselves. And then at the same time, it would be cross cut—not cross cut, but be, it would cut interchangeably between that scene and what's happening with the Doctor in the past. Yeah, it can show them both kind of learning what they need to learn to to come back stronger, yeah. kind of thing. I can just a pack picture it, <clears throat> picture a scene that's oh, what the fuck's happened to my throat? <clears throat> picture a scene where it's um, like the Doctor's like sitting con- like thinking by like uh, uh, i don't know by the river or something like that and then like an old a friendly old man comes over and he's like hello young boy <laughs> yeah i can imagine that hello my boy and then it's like and then he doesn't at the time he doesn't complete he'd have like even have the fob watch in his hand at that point or something like that yeah and he's not done anything with it yet but he's just got it and you could even have that you don't necessarily need to address it but this old man who is the past version of the doctor was drawn to the fob watch as well yeah because it could they don't and that's why he together. comes what if sorry not to interrupt but what if what if it's literally just they sit together by the river and just have a conversation which is what causes him yeah. to then open the fob watch oh no exactly that like um i feel like not too long but not too short just a nice simple conversation reminding him but... of why he is yeah. the way he is 
but the, the one of the points I was going to make is that maybe one of the things I was going to say is because the Doctor doesn't have his own TARDIS that maybe this version of the Doctor helps the Doctor get back to the present uh yeah but like I don't then it's like this it could just be a simple or not gets them to Alex at least well, yeah, they can have this like simple conversation. And then they can use the Vortex manipulator together to get back to the past. Well, yeah, they can have this simple conversation and then he can he can they can be like thank you and then he goes, What what so what are you going to do? And then he just that's when John Swift will just turn around and be like I need to ask for a I need to ask for a favour. And then the next but time you see like... next time you see him, he's the doctor again. Uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of, do we want the Doctor to have his moment where he opens the fob watch? Do we want that to be seen on on camera? Like, would that be in a scene, or would that be done off screen? Yeah, that's what I'm contemplating. Cause, but then it's like... It can even yeah, be done in weird. flashback um... form, to be fair. As he's explaining to Alex, when he reunites with Alex, and be like, why are you so, so different? And he can just be like, cut back and be like, oh, you know... Did this, met this old man, opened the fob watch, became me old self again. It doesn't have to be necessarily it can be it can be something like that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like um or it could even be Oh, maybe. Okay, maybe it's something like Doc the John Smith comes to the assumption it comes to the moment where he's like, I need to help. Um I need to help my friend. Like, I can't... How do I get to my friend? Or something like that. Mm. And, um... The past Doctor could be like, I can help you, but it all starts with opening that watch, basically. Yeah, so you're... you're something in... like that. Some dumb shit like that. Yeah. Because that sounds so cheesy. But, but no, you're, you're, then, you're then strongly inferring, you know, that's yeah. what's happened. And then you could have him, like press the bit to open the watch but like and then it just it glows into like it glows and then you have that that light shining on the doctor's face and then it will cut to the next scene yeah yeah yeah, yeah. which is like which which could be alex is in some sort of ac- action scene basically where they're under attack by daleks and stuff like that yeah um and then you could have the tardis materializing and the doctor stepping out to say, like, save them from save the uh, Alex and whoever she's with from the Daleks. Yeah, like crescendo of music. Yeah, like it's a big build to that moment. Like it's there's an action scene happening, and it could be like, oh, uh, Alex and her allies have been cornered. Yep. And they're about to be killed, and it cuts back to this subtle scene, this little scene, and it's just like, and it's just the Doctor just being like, oh, and then he's like, I. But then he turns, and that's when he says, oh, I need, but I, how do I help my friend? How do I get to? get to them yeah music's building up um and then past doctor can say i can help you but it's uh, all starts with opening that their watch thingy something like that yeah yeah i like that um and then and then you could hear you could maybe just hear the tardis and then the doctor like runs on screen from somewhere but like you don't ever see that other tardis no um and then yeah and then cuts to wherever that will then be yeah, and I feel like it could be a scene with something like, oh, they, uh, someone, like, they could, Alex would be like, um, the Doctor could say, well, we need to get, we can get back there if we just need the Vortex Manipulator, and, like, Alex's like, oh, the watch thing I had, like, 
I there, she, that could have been taken from her. Yeah. And then you know, well, we need to go and get that back then. And then that could be when the Doctor sees future Davros who's in charge. And they can have that scene. Yep. <laughs> there are three Davroses in this film. <laughs> I love that though. Um, and then you can have an inter- a scene between them. And like Davros could be like, Doctor, you're still alive. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Davros would be like, I'm going to stop you. And Davros, you can't. It's like, I've already won. No matter what you do, you can't stop what I've done. Yeah, because it and helps. Like, I can. I can. I just can't. It's just like, but I won't stop you now. It adds more I'll to the film then. as well. It helps lengthen the film as well. Yeah. And then you could have like, the do- in that scene, the Doctor would be like, they've got the Vortex Mute player back. He's standing with Alex. And then Davros is like, you can't stop me. You can't stop what I've done. Like, you can kill me but you will never stop what I've done. And the Doctor will be like, I can't stop you right now. No, that's true. But I can stop you then. Yeah, then they disappear. <laughs> oh, I love it when we get a good moment like this. <laughs> oh, we've made no no I've made no notes about this, but like, yeah. No, um, but it's all on. It's all that's on. such a good, like, that's such a good plan as well. It's, like, all on record, it's all on record, though, which is good. Yeah, well, if we lose this file, it'd be so fucking depressing, wouldn't it? It would, yeah. <laughs> but it just means um, we'll have to listen to it to make the notes. If anything, we can once we've ended this episode, we can both quickly just make the notes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think we've got we, we didn't we didn't quite get we've we basically we've we've got bits and pieces of stuff for the next scene along, but then we've got we've got lots of bits that we need to to clear up the script and make it better. So we've had an effective day, very effective, <laughs> effective I think, effective session. Um, but I think we'll call it there because it is at an hour twenty nearly. Yeah, that's fair. Um, we, like Connor said, look, we've 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 built a lot in this in this uh, hour and and sixteen minutes. Currently, we've we've done the scene where they get the TARDIS back. They've travelled to to the sixties. We now know that they're both going to be separated, and Alex is going to spend some time uh, in the future on her own or on their own. Sorry, to kind of uh, develop their mm-hmm. character a bit more and, and meet resistance fighters and 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 that will be intertwined with the doctor meeting a previous incarnation of of himself which helps to discover his identity and and which will lead to him opening the fob watch and going to the future and finding alex and getting the vortex manipulator and having that conversation with davros um we've 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 done quite a chunky bit and we would love to know what you what you think basically um so please get in touch you know you can contact us on all forms of social media you can uh contact us on facebook at rocksbock and two smoking microphones you can <laughs> find us on instagram two smoking microphones or on twitter two smoking mics or you can email us at two smoking microphones pod at gmail.com um we both have personal twitters as well you can get in touch at connor's is uh connor jordan underscore 96 and I'm uh, Harry Young Edits on Twitter as well. Um, yeah, I think we've 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 uh, had a lot of good moments in this episode, and we've we've hit uh, maybe it might have been a bit of a slow start, but we fucking we got some epiphanies towards the end there. Um, yeah, and it's it's getting exciting now. We, we're we're getting to the meat of the story. Well, we are at the we're in the meat of the story now. Um, yeah, very exciting. Yeah, it is. Sorry, I'm making notes right now, so that's why I'm a bit... No, 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 that's fine. I assumed you were. Uh, But yeah, as always, we always thank you for listening. Um, We will be back 
uh, well, same time next week, hopefully, if the if all the week goes well, as it should do. Yep. Um, as we gear up towards Christmas, you know, we'll we'll I assume we'll take a Christmas break at some point. We haven't actually thought about it, but um, all that kind of stuff we will tell you about as and when. I'm just trying to fill it out, to be honest. Just trying to fill. No, this. yeah, of course. We don't really need to fill out the time. You could just end it. Just be like, hey, thanks for listening. You know. Oh, yeah. As no. always, you know, do do the stuff on the socials and on your streaming services of choice. And yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, <laughs> please leave us a, a review if you're on Apple Podcasts, and uh, share to a friend, share to any Doctor Who fans. That'd be great. As always, thank you for listening. Stay well. Um, we hope you have a nice week, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>